Welcome back to Disney Dependent. I'm Sarah Chilcott. And I'm James McMillan. And it is Friday. 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 Woo! James woo. posted the most hilarious story on his Instagram today <laughs> with him with his pumpkin spice cold brew. Uh, I forgot I had done I that. I mean, it was the most, like... Sorry. Teenage girl... Wearing Ugg boots. Yeah, if he'd had Ugg boots and, like, a... I don't know, a down vest and a yeah. scarf. And Definitely like, a scarf. Right before that, I was telling Ashley, like, I really need to put my head down and work. I, got, I have so much to do before the podcast. And spent probably 10 or 15 minutes curating this story. Of, I'm pretty good at it yeah, now. You it are. was like five minutes. You do stories <laughs> while we're talking and I don't notice. Yeah. Uh, speaking of stories, yeah. I have the most hilarious October spooky season story Ooh. for you. Ooh, I like that. At least that's how it starts out. Okay. So, I'm on a Zoom call yesterday afternoon with two of my coworkers, Annie and Morgan. Yeah. And we're waiting for the other coworker who's off somewhere. It showed his thing, but he wasn't there. So the three of us are just talking and kind of waiting for him to come back. And I see out of the corner of my eye a truck and a car pull into my cul-de-sac. They're going really fast. And I commented on it. I was like, they're doing cookies in my cul-de-sac. Wow. And before I can really fully get that sentence out, both of them park up the street, like at the top of the cul-de-sac, and they get out of their cars. They look at each other for a second. I thought they were going to have a fight. There were two guys I've never seen before, and they're wearing like neon vests, like they were maybe construction workers or I don't know, something yeah, yeah. like safety vests. Sure. I've never seen them before. They come to the middle of the street like they're talking to each other and i thought they were going to like have a fist fight and i was like oh this is gonna get good yeah yeah yeah. and then they put on helmets okay. and i'm like they just put on helmets and one of them goes back to the truck grabs a chainsaw and starts running oh. down the street directly into my front yard whoa while turning on the chainsaw oh my gosh like it was straight out of a horror movie and i was like guys guys this guys is he's he just started the chainsaw he's running towards me and so i turn my camera i like turn my laptop Wait, hold on. Towards you're inside the, the house i'm in my front room like with a big window yep. facing the, the street front. and i turn my laptop so that they could see and Morgan started recording. <laughs> so I have this whole thing recorded. Yes. They ran into the street or into my front yard and start. It was actually my next door neighbor's front yard, but it's so close. Yeah, I thought they were connected. coming directly to me. Like I was thinking this is it. I'm this is how I'm going to die. I'm going to be murdered by a chainsaw wielding construction worker in a helmet. I don't know. It doesn't make sense now, but. Yeah, but you didn't know why this man was running at you with a chainsaw. No, and without fully slowing down, he chopped down the tree in the front yard of our next door neighbor. Why? Uh, it apparently was messing with their plumbing. Oh, wow. But I'm talking the whole but thing he start running? to finish, including right as they're chopping down the tree, the tree falls into the cul-de-sac before it's even cold. Morgan said, it's still warm. <laughs> A wood chipper backs in and they fed the whole tree in. It was gone in less than 10 minutes. Wow. What, why the hurry? I don't know. 
But the joke is, yesterday I was supposed to have the final people at my house to finish my kitchen, and they they didn't show up. And Morgan said I should go ask him to do it because <laughs> they're so, so quick. fast. Yeah, those only can... I'd met those guys in June. Right. <laughs> so that real can-do attitude. I just I knew that you guys would appreciate that. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, tree down. I mean, it Dang. was it was less than ten minutes, start to finish. Well, that's like safety rules number one not to run with a chainsaw with a live chainsaw yeah none of so two more guys showed up during all of this none of them were wearing gloves cool none of them were wearing eye protection they had helmets were they unmarked cars oh they were their cars weird man (laughs) it was like a toyota tacoma a prius oh wow and then two guys in the truck with the wood chipper Wow! It if I saw a, a chainsaw coming out of a Prius, I think <laughs> yeah. I think I might poop myself. Right. <laughs> Something scary about that, right? Like it's yeah. way scarier when it doesn't fit the narrative. Like it's a like, good old boy getting out of an old pickup truck, an old Chevy. He's like, yeah, that right. makes sense. But <laughs> Some... nobody that owns a Prius has also no. a chainsaw. No, no, that's not a thing. Something's not bad on them anyway. <laughs> Definitely not on them. It was so funny. And Hayden comes downstairs, like, right as it's over, and he goes, they just cut down that tree. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, Hayden, I we was know. watching it. <laughs> oh, that's a good story. You want to do some weather? Uh, yeah, I was waiting for the report to come in. I'm going to come from the front. Just as long as you can hold your breath. It's uh, 70 and partly cloudy at not Disneyland. And it's 77 and partly cloudy at Disneyland. Woo. Eh, well, that's about the same. All right. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, this joke's going to work in February. It's coming. <laughs> and we have a spooky Halloween episode for you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Today, we will be talking about the deaths of Disneyland. This is not how we planned this intro. (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously, we're going to be talking about all of the unfortunate times that people have died at Disneyland. Now, that doesn't fit the narrative Disney magic, does it? No, it doesn't, James. But here's the thing. It is so rare it's like, what's the percentage? I mean, is it even... It's 0.000001%. There you go, right. man. So anyone who's afraid to go on Splash Mountain because it's Don't be. dangerous, you're fine. Yeah, I mean, how many people have gone through those majestic holy gates? <laughs> Billions. Um, <laughs> in the last 65 years, we're getting close to a billion. So over 880 million that's crazy, man. There's, what, 340 million people in the country? Something like that? I have no idea. I have no idea. Something like that. Under yes. 400. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of peeps. Yeah. All them years. Well, that's like a tenth of the world. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, yeah. I uh, just want to remind people that and not trigger anyone to make you feel unsafe at the park. It is one of the safest places on Earth. Yep. Let alone one of the happiest places. In fact, uh, I looked up what the percentages are for accidental deaths in the United States. 
and they sit around 6% of the population. Oh, wow. Uh, or 6% of annual deaths are due to accidental causes. Um, and if that were to be applied to the 880 million plus, there would be over 53 million people who have died. Right. Whoa. Right. And that would be insane. So That'd Disney's like, a safe, not worth wonderful, going. magical place. You're actually safer at Disneyland than not. Yeah, right. Than just walking around the country. Right. Probably, I mean, even even with COVID, you're probably safer at Disneyland. Oh, especially not. right now. Oh, that's why I'm such a big proponent of it opening. I mean, that that alone because should you be need, enough. Because you need to be safe. Yes. You need I, I'm a, not even, I'm actually not kidding. A friendly person reminding Mark, you gently to put your it. mask back on that's and be it. nice. Mark Rickey talks about that all the time. He's like, this is the one place where they will enforce the rules. This one place where there is a, like a, we're all in this together, a, a standard for everyone, where right now in the country, it's not that way. It's just per county, per how people feel. This grocery store says you have to do this. This one says you don't. It's chaos out there. Well, and it's, it's not an essential business. So if you choose to go, you are signing up to follow the rules. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's that, not that's the grocery right. store. It's not <laughs> no. going to get gas. It's it's a place everyone that goes you along with to go. That's right. You open the door for the old lady. You you smile at people. You do all that stuff when you're at the park. Um. So yeah, I, I agree. What's what's the first one we want to cover? Well, before we get started, um, I'm going to list our sources because we're going to be yes using a lot of really good pre-existing information. Yep. Um. Uh, Sources are Wikipedia, obviously. Um, Haunted Empire is a Facebook page that they had mm. a lot of really good info. Cool. Uh, Snopes. Nice. Grunge.com. 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 Groovy. And Cheatsheet.com. Sweet. Fantastic. So depending on where you draw the line and what you consider a death at Disneyland and different um, categories, I guess you could say, a lot of people say that there are nine. That have happened at Disneyland, and this is only Disneyland and Disneyland California Adventure. No other park we're including in this episode. Right. Um, Are there other parks? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, is James in a mood. <laughs> That's <all>. Anaheim pride. <laughs> uh, but for these purposes, I count 12. Um, and we'll start. Let's go in chronological order. Love it. Excellent. That is so you and it so is. German. So German. By the way, when you said there are nine, every time you say the word nine, I just think of the German nine. Achtung. <laughs> he just told her that she says the word work like verk. She does. That's it. So, so does her dad. For it. <laughs> Ashley's family is from a German like settlement in the Midwest. Yeah. Where like the Frolics were the the fire department. Like you know everyone. The cops, the fire the cop, department, yeah. the general store. Lake Zurich. Owned that town. Yep. yep. Creepy. <laughs> her DNA, you know how our DNA is like mostly Irish, Scottish, and it says that. And it'll say like where in the world it's from. Mm -hmm. Hers specifically says Germany and then a whole other sub genre of Midwest German. Right. Yeah. The immigrant population. <laughs> yes, uh, German. So the first death at Disneyland was in May of 1964, and it was a 15-year-old boy oh, named man. Mark Maples. Jeez. 
James, I'll let you start this one off. Okay. This is the Matterhorn. In May of 64, as she said, a 15-year-old boy from Long Beach, California, was injured after he stood up in the Matterhorn bobsleds and fell out. It was reported that his restraint was undone by his ride companion. That little jerk. That's why you don't sit next to your Matterhorn buddy anymore. <laughs> that's right. They put you it's in a row. single file. <laughs> that, that's crazy. I bet that's why. He unfortunately died three days later as a result of his injuries. Note, this was Disneyland's first fatality. It does say that his companion foolishly unbuckled his seatbelt and attempted to stand up as their bobsled neared the peak of the mountain. <laughs> My goodness. Yikes. Maples lost his balance and was thrown from the, the sled to the track below, fracturing his skull and ribs and causing internal injuries. And like I said, he died three days later. Oh, and he was 15. Oh, my goodness. Uh, one of the companions heard a, quote, thump and noticed Maples was no longer in the ride. Jeez. Okay, so that's the first one. That is awfully sad. I do want to point out that we're we're covering this and we're making it spooky in Halloween, but we're very aware these are real people that oh, really passed away yeah. with families that grieved. We're, we don't take that lightly. But yeah, it we consider these to be our people that we lost along the way. That's right, man. All right. Well, there's the first one. Rest in power to Mark Maples. The second death at Disneyland was in June of 1966. Thomas Guy Cleveland, who was 19 years old, uh, died. Well, I'll let Sarah tell that tale. So on a grad night on June 8th, 1966, a 19-year-old boy named Thomas Guy Cleveland from Northridge, California, was killed while attempting to sneak into the park by climbing onto the monorail track. Oh, wow. It, there's got to be a better way to sneak into the... Okay. So back then, so that meant that the border of the park was the monorail? Well, like, yeah, it was. It kind of still, still is. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so anyway. security officer was yelling at him, telling him, you know, warning him to get off the track, but... uh. Despite the warnings, he was struck by the train and dragged 30 to 40 feet down the track. Oof. Oh, the security guard later stated that he had to, quote, hose the kid off the underside. End quote. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Yeah. Oh, boy, oh, boy. So he scaled the park's 16-foot-high outer fence on a grad night, climbed onto the track, intending to jump or climb down once inside the park. I wonder how possible any of this is now. You know, it's, it's, I would imagine it's next to impossible to break into Disneyland. I would think so. Right? Yeah. Well, and there's cameras and everything now, yeah. too. I mean, there's Sheesh. probably, I, I don't know for sure, but I would assume that there's 24 hour surveillance. Oh, I'm like, sure. Like camera crazy. and people. Yeah. And not to condone this or anything, but if he had pulled this off, like it would have been just, an awesome story for his whole life yeah i mean think of how many <laughs> right. times this probably happened and yeah. the person didn't die sure. right especially back then yeah man just well, kids being kids rest in magic thomas rest in magic rim <laughs> rim thomas <laughs> our fallen brethren grad nights come up a lot in it's, these yeah it's a it's a recurring theme teenagers right. being teenagers yep sheesh okay now we have Ricky Lee Yama in August of 1967. Ricky was the third person to die at the Disneyland Park. 
He's 16, and he was from Hawthorne, California. James, take it away. Ricky Lee Yama. Awesome name. Again, 16-year-old from Hawthorne, California, was killed while jumping between two moving people mover cars as as the ride was passing through a tunnel. He stumbled and fell onto the track where an oncoming train of cars crushed him beneath its wheels, dragged his body a few hundred feet before it was stopped by a ride operator. Man, a lot of stuff in the 60s just hadn't been figured out yet, huh? Yeah. Jeez, it was like the Wild West. Well, I... Gosh, when we were kids, could you have jumped out of the people mover cars? I don't remember. I don't believe so. Maybe you could. Um, That's nuts. Yeah, so it goes on to say the attraction had only been open for a month at that time. So that's a huge, huge bummer. He was killed when he disregarded safety instructions and exited the people mover as the ride was passing through the tunnel. So it's, yeah, a lot of this, it is their fault. So it's not, even back then, it wasn't the park's fault per se, but the safety measures just hadn't been. No, all the ones we've read so far are people making a decision that ends poorly. Yeah, exactly. Something that we all three have done a lot of, especially in our teenage years. So far, too, they've all been teenage boys. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) My guess is What's Hayden doing today? Yeah, right? (laughs) Right. Okay, moving right along to June of 1973, Bogdan de la All right, so this is a sad one. Not that the other ones weren't sad, but this one hits me particularly hard. Um, 18-year-old New York resident and his 10-year-old brother stayed on Tom Sawyer's Island past closing time by hiding in an area that's off-limits to guests. Mm. When they wanted to leave the island, however, the younger brother couldn't swim, so the older brother attempted to carry his brother on his back and drowned halfway across. Oh, my gosh. His what? body was found the next morning. What year was this? It was 1973. Oh, my God. The younger brother was able to stay afloat by dog paddling until a ride operator rescued him. Wait, so, so the older brother, the younger brother couldn't swim. Right. The so younger the- brother couldn't swim. So the older brother tried to carry him across and drown but it turns out the younger brother could swim just enough. Yeah. Because he, uh, he stayed oh, afloat. That stuff is so sad. Like, imagine being their parents and their friends. Yeah. Like, wait, what happened? <laughs> so Sheesh. The, it sounds like at that time, maybe, well, it's probably the same now, too. Tom Sawyer's Island closes before the rest of the park. And so they were basically trapped on the island and decided to stay just yeah and then decided that they didn't want to stay so they tried to get back before the park closed so there were still people in the park oh um when they decided to leave the island they chose to swim across the river rather than call attention to their rule breaking by appealing to cast members for help but because he couldn't swim he tried to carry him they didn't leave the island until after the sunset so it was dark Ugh. yeah I wonder, again, I think it's just like over time, these things get better, you know, safety measures. And also the security is also for your safety. So I think the whole, like, if you watch how they get people out of the park, they make it pretty tough for people to hide. Right. They build like this barrier wall of cast members and they just take a couple steps forward Mm -hmm. and they wait a couple steps forward and they push you out of the park. It's but masterful I, the way that they do it. It really is. And I, I do wonder, though, like, you know, 
stupid YouTubers and Twitch guys that they do these stupid pranks. We're like, we're going to hide in Target all night. And you see this stuff, like yeah. a 24-hour challenge. And they, they've tried a few times at Disneyland, but they almost never work. A, there's so many cast members walking around. And B, I would imagine there are cameras everywhere. every six feet. Yeah. Yep. I mean, literally everywhere. So I think it'd be pretty tough to just to hide it out one more thing to note on this one is it says the river of america may be a man-made body of water but it's a real and very large body of water nonetheless That's right and one that includes rapids yes and they actually found the older boy's body in the rapids the next morning and also it's it's an amusement park and especially today both bodies of water on disneyland side and then on dca side they have gears and wheels oh, and yeah. pyrotechnic things and lights and all this stuff under the water right so it's not like it's a real river where you can if you could touch the bottom it's just you know dirt and rocks right no it's like electronics and bad stuff yeah so yeah it's it's not the safest place to go swimming no definitely not well thankfully his brother survived yeah at least one of them made it yeah sheesh What's the next one, kiddo? Next up, we have July of 1974, Deborah Galestone. Okay. Like producer Ash said, July 8th, 1974, 18-year-old Deborah Galestone, a new employee who had just graduated from Santa Ana High School, was crushed to death after slipping between a revolving wall and a stationary platform inside the America Sings attraction. Oh, my God. Yeah. She was in the wrong place during a ride intermission. goes on to say, it was unclear whether this was a result of inadequate training or a misstep, as the ride had only been opened a week earlier. The attraction was closed for two days while crews installed warning lights and breakaway walls to prevent further incidents. And from what I could tell, uh, the part of the ride had those dancing chickens that were moved into splash mountain uh-huh. so it just gives it like a just totally awful horror movie vibe to the think last of. thing you see is dancing chickens and then you're crushed between two walls yeah. yeah yikes go on to a different source from the haunted empire from haunted empire deborah was all set and enrolled as a freshman at iowa state university that coming fall and the very day she died became engaged oh what in the world? Like most OC teenagers, she wanted to work in a place where dreams were made, Disneyland. In order to save for her college tuition, she applied for a summer job and soon landed herself with the coveted position of being a Disneyland hostess. She was the picture-perfect image of Disney's ideal employee. My goodness. Oh, that's so sad. Ugh. It just it kept getting worse. First it was dancing chickens and crushed and then also newly engaged that day that i think that's the saddest one that's so horrifying i've never heard that one either i know yeah so far that's the first one that disney has real responsibility for i mean you could say that all of them do technically it's their property but you know a kid breaking in that's not on them really um a kid standing up and not following the rules that's not on them really but nowadays they make it almost impossible for that to happen right yeah I mean, you could, but I'm trying to think of where you'd really have to go out of your way 
And then it's just like, well, this guy was suicidal or <laughs> right. like he really wanted to die on It's a Small World. <laughs> I mean, sure, I could stand up and dive in the water or something, but that's on me. It's also only like a foot deep. <laughs> You'd have to really want it. <laughs> I mean, I know this is kind of a a somber topic, but let's we need make some light levity. We need some levity. How funny would that be? You're on it, small world. Yeah, hey, it's a small world. Just super slow, two and a half miles per hour, and then I stand up and go goodbye, cruel world. I dive out in the water and I'm just standing like knee high in the water, waving back at you guys. You're like James, James, get back we in the love boat. You. Okay, <laughs> fine. Uh, moving along to June of 1980, we have Gerardo Gonzalez. All right, so June 7th, 1980, 18 year old guest was crushed and killed by the people mover while jumping between moving cars, mm -hmm. which is exactly the same thing that happened to our first friend, or I guess it was the second friend. It happened during the super speed tunnel and was very similar to the 1967 incident. Yeah. Uh, Gerardo or Gerardo Gonzalez, a recent San Diego high school graduate, was killed on the people mover during the early morning hours of a grad night celebration as he was climbing from car to car. Jeez. Such a bummer. He stumbled and fell onto the track where an oncoming train of cars crushed him beneath its wheels and dragged his body a few hundred feet. So it's exactly the same thing that happened to the, the first people mover. So two deaths on the people mover happened the same way. And I wonder why we don't have the people mover. Right. <laughs> and another grad night. So is that, the, is that the second grad night? Yeah. Okay. Do you think that's part of I'm why track. they get it's rid of attractions? Last. Like, it's just too dangerous. Yeah. It's all... So far, correct me if I'm wrong. We've had one girl. Yes. And she was the cast yes. member. Yep. One girl. One and girl. It, and the rest have been 18 year old or teenage boys. And also arguably the one that's most Disney's fault. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so the one girl who didn't really do anything wrong. Idiot boys. We do mature faster. Oh, <laughs> I grew up with three sisters and no brothers. You think I don't know that? Just look in the mirror and like, what am I doing? No well, we hope. were always there to tell you how wrong you were. So. And you did. <laughs> Boy. Next up, we have March of 1981, Mel Yorba. On March 7th, 1981, an 18-year-old man was fatally stabbed with a knife during a fight with a 28-year-old man after the victim supposedly pinched the man's girlfriend in Tomorrowland. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. His family sued the park for $60 million. The jury found the park neg negligent for not uh, summoning outside medical help and awarded the family $600,000. Goes on to say, again, now this is from Haunted Empire. By some accounts, the teenager and his friends were pretty drunk. He'd been looking for a fight. He got what he was looking for around the line from the Matterhorn. That's according to this. Mel was allegedly passing the chained area for waiting guests when he pinched the butt of an attractive girl. Her boyfriend, James O. Driscoll, a 20-year-old drywaller from the area, presumably took offense and chased Yorba and his cronies through the park. Eventually, he managed to seize one of them by the sleeve, and Yorba took the opportunity to sucker punch O'Driscoll in the jaw. With James on the asphalt, Yorba and his crew gained some space and 
continued toward him. O'Driscoll wasn't about to let the situation blow off after taking the blow, and after his girlfriend pointed out Yorba as her fresh assailant, he charged the group and seized the teen by his shirt front. Goes on to say they just they fought from there. Yorba tackled him with his friends cheering him on. And Disney magic. Yeah, like just a fight. Yorba Yorba allegedly started choking, trying to choke him, the twenty year old, and drew an eight inch hunting knife from his ankle. Oh. Later testimony in court stated that Yorba fell on the blade while the two struggled. But regardless of the intent behind him, the stab wounds went deep and went mortal. Yikes. Yorba was run through in his chest and his stomach. And as O'Driscoll fled the scene, horrified onlookers moved to attend to the injured youth. So, so that's you the know, first guest just some shenanigans. Yeah. It's like that fight in, in Toontown. Toontown. That could have gone so much worse. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I watched that recently, maybe a week ago or something. And A, it's like, how does that happen at Disneyland? How do, how do you get yourself to that point there? Like, I've had people cut me off at Disneyland. I've had jerks do jerk stuff at Disneyland. But I can't imagine getting to that level. I don't know. The last night of our last trip... <laughs> There was, was this? there was a moment where we were all actually in front of Roger Rabbit and started kind of yelling at each other. There was a whole thing. Oh, yeah. Everyone but... was hungry. Everyone was tired. And there right. was a miscommunication. Yeah. And we started... It was the three sisters. We yes. were yelling at each other. That's and right. it, we all just like realized it in the moment. It lasted about eight seconds. <laughs> and we just started cracking up. We were like, we are having a domestic dispute in in Toontown. Toon We're not those people. We can't do this. No. Everyone needs to get a snack and shut up. Yeah. And it again, it's amazing. like, what are we even talking about here? Yeah. It reminds me of uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the TV show, how it's like the closer you get to the hell mouth, yeah. the more you'll see. So like maybe uh, <laughs> the, the, the cartoon Toontown. spin uh, is the hell mouth. Yes. True story. <laughs> I would imagine that's where it is. It's, it's in Toontown <laughs> at like 2 p.m. when it's All really hot. All the evil is concentrated yep. right there. <laughs> well, I do want to point out that kind of stuff is such bogus nonsense because it's typically male-induced honor BS. Bravado. Mm-hmm. Bravado. Some guy pinched my girlfriend's butt. I'm not saying that's okay. If someone pinched your butt, Ash, I'd be livid. But I wouldn't start something with them. I'd probably walk up to a cast member like, hey, that guy's super inappropriate. Yeah. You might want to deal with it. Get him out. <laughs> yeah, get him out of here. Let you them probably deal with wouldn't it. have pulled your eight inch hunting knife out of your shoe. No. Or boot or leg or wherever it came from. No. <laughs> All right. What else you got, producer Ash? Number eight. We have Philip Strawn in June of nineteen eighty three. All right. So an eighteen year old man, another 18-year-old mm-hmm. man from Albuquerque, New Mexico, Sounds about right. named Philip Strawn, um, was a part of a grad night, once again, Jeez. on mm-hmm. June 4th, 1983. Uh, he and a friend stole from a restricted area of Tom Sawyer's Island. They stole a rubber emergency boat and tried to pilot that around the rivers of America. It didn't go as planned, of course. They had both been drinking quite heavily that evening. It was Strawn's uh, 18th birthday. Sad. Um, 
They sneaked into a cast members only area along the river and untied the inflatable rubber maintenance motorboat, deciding to take it for a joyride around the river. They could not control the boat, probably because they were 18 and drunk, and they struck a rock near the island, and Strawn was thrown into Crazy. the water. His friend traveled back to shore to seek help, but Strawn drowned long before his body was finally located an hour later. And this is what boat? It's a, a rubber emergency boat, maintenance boat. Gotcha. From the island. Right. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we keep seeing these grad nights come up. Um, it says right. here that... They dare each other. Like... Yeah. Every May and June, Disneyland holds special grad night celebrations where high school students can sign up to have a few hours of fun before they plunge into the responsibilities and burdens of adulthood. I think they still do these. That They're like all-nighters. They yeah. Yeah. Not this year, but... No. Um, and then, let's see. He was part of the St. Pius high school in albuquerque's class of 1983 wow gosh man like young people just ha goofing around that's the majority of these so far young yep. idiot boys mm -hmm. just trying to have fun yeah. i mean you saw me and my stupid <laughs> friends growing up it's yeah. a miracle you're still with us yeah. it's there i can't but even for tell the you grace how many of times. god go we <laughs> I, I watched dylan almost fall off a mountainside in switzerland yeah just could have died um i've almost been hit by a train i've been robbed three times in my life two of two of which by gunpoint jeez <laughs> i didn't know twice uh, well what well technically i've been robbed yeah three times one by knife in amsterdam one by gun in hillsborough with josh northcutt and then the other one wasn't technically a robbing per se it turned into that mm. and that Point was by being... some vatos in hillsborough Teenage boys do dumb stuff all the time. Josh also yelled at them, but it's okay. There was like 17 of us with skateboards, so we would have killed them if they tried. What do you got, Ash? <laughs> <laughs> hey. Now we have what is probably the most famous of all of the Disneyland deaths. We have uh, January 1984, a woman named Dolly Regine Young. Mmm. Oh my goodness, this one is something else, guys. On January 3rd, 1984, a 48-year-old woman from Fremont, California was decapitated when she was thrown from a Matterhorn bobsled car and was then struck by the next oncoming bobsled. The spot where she was killed is now called, quote, Dolly's Drop by cast members. An investigation found that her seatbelt was not buckled. It is unclear... It is unclear whether the victim um, purposely unfastened her her belt or if the seatbelt had malfunctioned. About two-thirds of the way down the mountain, Young was thrown from her seat in the path of the oncoming sled. So it was almost there. Like, she almost made it. Mm-hmm. Her head and chest becoming pinned beneath its wheels. Oh, uh, my goodness gracious. Now it goes on from there. Um you have That's to hope just that that awful. was a real quick thing. Yeah, it had to be. Probably way more traumatizing for the cast members who had to come yeah. upon that than Well, speaking of cast her. members, so it goes on to say that Young's family sued Disneyland, claiming negligence because employees didn't properly secure her. As after the accident, her seatbelt was discovered unfastened. And to add another horrible spin, Young was riding alone in the back of the bobsled, 
And so none of her ride mates saw her fall. Oh, that's hard to say. Again, I think these are learning lessons for the park because I don't think you can undo your seatbelt if you wanted to now. You can't. No. It's like the blender mechanism where it's like if the lid's not on, it doesn't turn on. I think the yeah. ride does not operate. Yeah. If, I mean, things just come to a it screeching halt if stuff gets mm. b- busted like I that. I bet you're right. And this is exactly how those things get enacted. I always wonder yeah. about experience. Okay, for me, the worst ride, sorry, the worst attraction to not have your belt securely fastened would be Guardians. Oh, for sure. <laughs> You'd just be tossed around. Speaking of a blender. I think I could just, like a, I could probably just hold the, I could the handles, though. My, I don't know, though. You'd be like an ice cube in like a uh, martini shaker. <laughs> Shaken, not stirred. Shaken, not stirred. Oh my gosh, that would not be good. That'd be so scary. Hopefully the ride would just stop, right? It would just all just shut down if your seatbelt came undone. Yeah. Guys, please help me. I'm never going on again. I'm sure it would. Every time I sit down in that thing and you put one little strap across your seat, your your lap. Uh Uh-huh. That's it. I yeah. need like a five point harness, like a NASCAR. <laughs> no, I love it. I know you do. Who was it? We were just Freaks. with that. Oh, maybe it was Mallory, my son's girlfriend. She realized that if she sort of like stretched, like sort of pushed her butt up a little bit while they strapped the things down, she could give herself extra room. See, this is how accidents happen. So that when she would fall, she would move more. She was still seat belted. She couldn't get out but there's of the seat little, belt. Little, but there was give. like an inch give. I'm absolutely doing that the next time I'm Oh, uh, you idiots. <laughs> the part they try, you guys. I'm dead inside. I can't I can't experience fear anymore. Right. You're chasing that dragon. Yeah. Once you go fast, you never go <laughs> slow again, man. It's all Sarah's <laughs> fault. <laughs> Okay, now we have what is probably the second most uh, well-known of the Mm. Disneyland deaths, and it is December 24th, Christmas Eve, 1998. Oh, is it the one I think it is? Uh, Luan Fee Dawson. Mm -hmm. Yes, I think it is. I butchered the name, and I'm so sorry. Okay, so as Ash mentioned, it's a Christmas Eve Mm. of 1998. Uh, of one, 98? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That was the year I graduated from high school. Not to interrupt you, is this the latest one? No. No. Oh. So, on Christmas Eve, one Disneyland cast member and two guests were injured, one fatally, when a rope used to secure the sailing ship Columbia as it docked on Rivers of America tore loose the metal cleat to which it was attached. The cleat sailed through the air and struck the heads of two guests who were waiting to board the ship. Luan Fee Dawson, 33, of Duval, Washington, and his wife, Lu Tui Vuong, I'm butchering it, I'm sorry, 43. Uh, Dawson was declared brain dead two days later and died when his life support system was disconnected. Oh. This accident resulted in the first guest death in Disneyland's history that was not a- attributed to any negligence on the part of the guest. Right. They were just um, standing in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. So it says, My God. the normal tie line, an inelastic hemp rope designed to break easily, was improperly replaced for financial reasons Uh-oh. by an elastic nylon rope that stretched and tore the cleat from the ship's wooden hull. Disney received much criticism for this incident, 
as a result of its alleged policy of restricting outside medical personnel in the park to avoid frightening visitors, as well as for the fact that the employee in charge of the ship at the time had not been trained in its operation. I don't understand that medical thing. Isn't that weird? That wouldn't frighten me. It would make me feel better. Yeah. That if I got hurt, there's paramedics on the job. So Disney was fined $12,500 by OSHA and settled a lawsuit brought by the victim survivors for an estimated $25 million. Good. Yeah. Sure Good. more. Well-deserved. so crazy. Uh, so, okay, walk so through it again. The, so how did they actually die? It was the cleat The thing? metal cleat that's used to tie the boat to the dock okay. sprung loose and was pulled by this nylon rope that would have normally broken if it was a correct... Yeah. It's supposed to break. Right. But instead it stretched. It stretched oh. and pulled the cleat with tension and shot it like a slingshot right at their heads oh my gosh that's horrible that one's tough that's christmas eve christmas eve at disneyland that's awful yeah the poor family i mean how do you get over that they're probably still grieving today for sure it's 1998 yeah Mm -hmm. i was in high school then it's not that long ago yes it is i'm old (laughs) moving on next one is 2003 september 5th of 2003 uh marcelo torres okay on september 5th 2003 a 22 year old man died after suffering severe blunt force trauma and extensive internal bleeding and a derailment of the big thunder mountain railroad and this also this accident also injured 10 other riders the cause of the accident was determined to be improper maintenance Investigation reports and discovery by the victim's attorney confirmed that fatal injuries occurred when the first passenger car collided with the underside of the locomotive. The derailment was a result of a mechanical failure that had occurred because of omissions during a maintenance procedure. Oh, no. (laughs) That's not what you want to see. No. Fasteners on the left side up stop slash guide wheel on the floating axle of the locomotive, whatever that is were not tightened and secured in accordance with specifications. As the train entered a tunnel, the axle came loose and jammed against a brake section, causing the locomotive to become airborne and hit the ceiling of the tunnel. Oh my god! The locomotive then fell on top of the the first passenger car, crushing the victim. Some people blame the cost-conscious maintenance culture brought in by Paul Pressler, and consultants, McKinsey and Company in 97, which included included uh, reliability-centered maintenance. Whatever. Um, so, yeah, again, 22-year-old guy dies because bad maintenance on the train. That's nuts, though, that 10 other people <sighs> were injured, too. I, For some reason, I always pictured that, like, this one person, because I knew that this happened, but I didn't know what happened. I don't. Do you remember hearing about this in the news or no. anything? No. Isn't that crazy? Only reason I know about it is because I've actually looked this stuff up. I mean, as much as I love Disney, they're a huge, powerful corporation, mm-hmm. and I'm sure they handle PR pretty good. Something yeah. like this comes out, they shut it down, man. Yeah. Because I mean, I mean, accidents happen everywhere. Accidents happen everywhere. But this was, I know, this was avoidable. It sounds like. It sounds like it was absolutely avoidable. It wasn't negligence the same way that the the rope was, where it was actually purposely replaced. Yeah. For cost reasons. Yep. But it was. 
But they they it sounds like it was. But it was cost. Sim- it was almost less as bad. Right, almost as bad. Yeah. And and also the way that it happened is almost like your worst fear come true on a roller coaster. It is right. What if we just come off the track? Or and yeah. like, why would that ever happen, Mom? Yes. It's not going to happen. <laughs> and he, now she can point to this. But when we go through those tunnels on Big Thunder Mountain, Josh always like he has his hands up and he always kind of pulls them yeah. down. He's like, I always feel like my hands are going to get chopped off. Yeah. Yeah. And like now... you're not that tall. Well, <laughs> if know. the train comes off the track, you could certainly. I yeah. know. I mean, again, this all we have to keep reminding everyone that. You get in the car every day. Oh, yeah. You know, life is full of risk and, and, you know, what are you going to do? It's still one person on that has died in the entire existence of that attraction. Yep. And how many times, how many times have you gone on it personally? Exactly. Like countless times, countless times. Right. I mean, we would go five times back to back at the end of the night just because we could. Just crush it over and over and over. Yep. So I guess my time is coming is what I'm saying. That's right. Yes. Watch out. If anyone's going to die on Thunder Mountain, it's part of Team Dynamite Goat. I loved that when we were there uh, beginning of 2019 with the whole family. And... 2020. It was 2020. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Beginning of 2020. It wow. feels like it's been seven years, yeah, but it's really... actually only been. Yes. <laughs> well, I remember it was a big deal that like mom and dad and one of our nieces, Charlotte, who was very scared of rides, everyone went on. It was like one of the one of the rides that we all went on together. And it was going really well, and we're having a great time. And then we go up the hill, where we always oh, yell, yes. "Go, go, go, go!" for the little Big Thunder Mountain goat with a little dynamite goat dude. Our anyway. hero and our mascot. Yeah, he's our hero. It's our tradition. We we chant "Goat" as we're going up the hill, and then it broke down. <laughs> yes. It just paused right in the middle of the hill. I was like, "Oh, great!" <laughs> of great. course. Of course. <laughs> I don't think I was there for that. I had I really? was there for it, but I don't remember that everyone was with us. Yeah, it was like a full a full, full train, caravan. Yeah. yeah. God, that's funny. But I remember looking over at like mom and and Charlotte, and they were all giggling and having a good time. So <laughs> yeah, but th- that's usually the case. You build yeah. it up in your head, right? The only time we've been stopped on a ride that truly gave me don't pause. say it on there. Incredicoaster. Incredicoaster. No one's supposed to know. Remember? Yeah, but. We want fewer people to go on that so that the line's shorter. That's right. I'm willing to risk scary. it. Yeah, it it that screeched sucked. to a halt as we were coming around the final. Yeah, you're like almost thing. at the end of the ride. Yeah, almost like right before the picture. Yep. Or maybe right after the picture. Yeah. It was Something like, like that, that last Those little hills. swoop. Yep. Yeah. And it just, I mean, screeched to a halt where we were actually kind of on our side. Yep. And you said something like, "Oh yeah, we were." That's tilt- not we were normal, or. <laughs> Yeah, that's not right. Yeah. And then I was like, where are all the other cars behind us? And then you look behind you and they're going around the loop. They're still yeah, going. They're still going. It, I was like, are they going to run into us? That's why they give you they... like a minute head start. Because mm-hmm. they would have just time to get one. through. But anyway, yeah, that, was, moly. that was nuts. Yeah. It, it definitely woke me up. Like, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so we have one more. Is that right? Our last one okay. is August 29 of 2019 we were there like whoa that week yeah i think we might have been there august 2019 yeah wow august 29th of 2019 sounds like yeah within the week ish because we always we've been going like at the very end of august right before school starts oh my gosh and this is javier jimenez 
So on August 29, 2019, a 38-year-old construction worker was fatally injured when a steel plate fell on him while working in a trench with other employees. Paramedics tried to perform CPR, but the man later died after being taken to a nearby hospital. Does it tell us anything about that? Like, what what was he working on? No, I mean, I didn't... Avengers Campus? It's got to be something. Well, trenches. Oh, it doesn't say anything about it? I didn't... Wow. I didn't see anything that did. Yeah. Even the local news story that I found. But he was, was a construction worker? Yeah. It was hard to find his name even because usually it was just a construction worker. Right. And it doesn't even say where or how. No. Well. Oh, my God. Rest in magic. Rest in magic. Rim, Rim. Javier. Again, Yeah, I that's mean, recent. That's like, that's recent enough that, I mean, like legitimately his family's still mourning. Yeah. yeah. I and mean, that's not, ooh, ooh. that's rough. That's horrible. Well, okay. All right. So now that we've talked about twelve, a dozen people losing their lives at Disneyland, yeah. we Bummer. thought it would only be appropriate to answer one of our uh, questions from listeners. Yes. Um, and we have a question from Gratuitous Disney Memes on Instagram. Legend. And they have asked us, what's the worst Disney ride of all time? Very so appropriate. It's yeah, perfect. Very appropriate. We decided that the rules for this is we have to have been on this before. Yeah. It's not something that we've heard was bad because, I mean, I heard that like that limo one that was like Regis Philbin was pretty horrible. Right. I never right. went on it. I so I couldn't it. answer. Exactly. That personally, it looked awful. Um, I'm going to go with one that's probably going to tick some people off, but Roger Rabbit. Get out of here. We mentioned huh. it briefly. Um, it's the Hellmouth. It's the Hellmouth. Yeah, so, a lot of people agree with there you. There are two reasons for three. There are three reasons why I'm going to say this. Does the queue have something One to do with it? One is the line is too long yes. always. Even with a fast pass, like, it's so weird that this is such a busy attraction. And you're just crammed in this tiny hallway. The second is the actual queue. is has so much to look at, and it's really cool if you were moving faster than crawling i know you're not even crawling would be no. fast yeah. it's like one step at a time it's so slow and it's so claustrophobic yeah but then the ride itself is cute but you're spinning yeah and i'm always nauseous at the end of that yeah ride. every single time you. yep yeah it's cute and I, i'm glad i go on it every trip but um it's I also really... one of those attractions where i mean we're the only generation on left that even knows what that is. I love the movie. And love it. If that ride left, I wouldn't be sad. And if the ride was broke down the entire time I was there, I wouldn't be sad. We're having explain what Roger Rabbit was to Katie. Yeah. <laughs> and she, she thought it was insane. She's like a sexy rabbit. Sexy no, no, no. Ra- no, not actually a rabbit. It's actually a woman. Yeah. But she's what? married to a rabbit. What? It was a really amazing technology. Where it was live action and animation. She's like, "How old are you, guy? Get out of here, <laughs> boomer." But I mean, boomer. there's probably other ones, but that one to me is just like if if it had to leave the park, I wouldn't be sad for yeah. even one second. I think I have to agree with you because yeah. I actually wouldn't be sad either. As much as I like it and I love the movie, I'd probably make a, a bummed face for about a minute. Yeah, go ah. Oh, and then I, you know, Move I on. like Benny Whatever. the cab though sticking out of the building. Yeah, that, that's a yeah, that's really cute. Okay, you're up, James. Um, not what is Africa, the worst Disney? Asia, you're up. <laughs> Sorry, my mom's silly friend, or no, my friend's silly mom used to wake 
them up that way. Him and Africa, Africa, Asia, Europe. And she did it to us once when I spent the night over there. I didn't think it was real. Then I saw it happen. Remember how mom used to wake us up? She'd come and stand in the doorway and pretend she had a bugle. Oh, yeah. And go, Yes. Yeah. I remember that. Louder and louder and louder until we finally sat up. I'm up. I have none of that patience as a mother. Get up. Don't even wake them up. Oh, you missed school? That sucks for you. Sucks for you. Bad grade. No, they don't miss school. Okay. My attraction that I find lousy, no good, takes up way too much space, it's horrific, it's trauma-inducing for me specifically. <laughs> I Any don't, guesses? Any I don't guesses? understand why it's there. It's not fun. It's boring. It's poorly executed. The IP doesn't make sense. We're... The submarines. What is it even called? Nemo's? Finding Nemo's? Nemo's. Voyage? Submarine adventure. Submarine voyage. Yeah. Get it out of here, man. Combination of those words. Underwater. Keep, Keep the water there. It's pretty. Make it a different thing. Sure. But what are we doing? And the Yellow seagulls. underwater tubes. Ugh. The seagulls on the rocks are cute. They are cute. Mine. They are cute. Mine? Mine? Mm-hmm. But they could be there without the submarines. Exactly. <laughs> you put anything in that space and keep the seagulls and we'd all know what it was from. I mean, between that and Autopia, it's like, how much space do you want to take up? Tomorrowland, get it together. <laughs> I think it's the same. Where if I was told that it was leaving forever, I'd make a big old frown face for about a minute, and then I'd get over it. Yeah, and as a Disney historian, I do want to like give. Wait, James is a Disney historian. I actually said historian. <laughs> um, <laughs> which isn't a thing. As a historian, I do want to acknowledge that the submarine is classic. It's got that 60s postmodern, you know, where the the future is ahead of us thing. 20,000 leagues under yeah. the sea. So it is cool and I like it, but you can burn it down for all I care. <laughs> I like it in theory. <laughs> I like it in theory. What do you got, producer Ash? Okay. I have, I think, is probably a surprising to you choice. Um, and I, I'm kind of confused by it, but this was easy for me. <laughs> uh I would say that Small World is the worst Disney ride of all time. Get out of here. That's it. Unplug the mics. <laughs> You're actually 100% right, but I would be so sad if it was gone. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's Okay. You have to acknowledge that. You got to let me get my, my word out. Okay. All right. All right okay. All right, all, right, all right. I love Small World. I know you do. I make people go on it with me. To suck I'm going the to take my mom one day when she's senile and can't fight me and I'm going to force her to ride it with me. I love it. I love the history. I love the mid-century modern. I love so much about it. I love the campiness of it. Christmas time? At Christmas time, oh the facade God. is breathtaking. It is gorgeous. I and I've never seen it like it's that. Oh, it's nuts. so good. It's the it's the best light show I've seen. I mean, not Ever. light show, but... Christmas light, light show. Display. Yeah. Yeah, light display. Yeah, light display of Christmas I've seen. It's gorgeous. And if it went away... I would be extremely upset. Okay. I agree with you on that. However, it is the worst. Mm-hmm. It is very long. Yeah. It has the worst song of all time. It's poorly executed. All I see is, uh, what is that, AstroTurf? And it's weird, right? Because it doesn't, 
I think it's Disney is so much smarter than you know. Like they know what they're doing. Yeah. You think they haven't had these conversations? They know exactly what they're doing. The level of it's it's so crazy because the Disney attention to detail is unlike anything else. It really is, and we all know that. It's one one of the things you love about Disney and Disneyland. But it it's a small world is intentionally It's the ride that you love like, to hate. Right, but that's all on purpose. Like yeah. they know well, that now it is. it's kitschy and that Right. You know, like Well, it's kind of the same thing as like the jungle cruise where right. you go on the jungle cruise and you know all of the animals are fake. There's not one moment where nope. anyone's like, oh, that thing's gonna get that's me. That's a real hippo. It's, no. I mean, they're mechanical hippos and elephants and they're super cute, but they haven't been changed, no, as far no. as I can tell, no, since they were put cosmetic in. Cosmetic a little bit, yeah. I mean, they've been repainted. They've sure. been, you know, maybe oiled up and No, but the technology whatever, is like 1960s technology. Yeah, they look the same, and it's the same yeah. with Small World, but that's what we expect. Yes. And if they looked better, people would be disappointed. That's I would right. be disappointed. That's for sure. If that, I went on a Small World and right. those puppets looked more lifelike and things And more modern or yeah, more... No, nope, that's not it. what you want. Yeah. I didn't sign up for that. No, they they are so good about. I mean, it's the whole it's the whole point of the park is like your favorite things about the past, your most hopeful things about the future, mm-hmm. and be in the moment now in the present. Like it's just so they're really good at that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't think anyone can uh, disagree with what you just said. It's a god awful ride that everyone loves. It's so slow, so yep. boring. I do think it's funny that none of us chose one of the rides anyone died on. We're willing to keep those. Yeah. Those yeah. are all fine. Yeah. Not my problem, okay? We've That's already right. said that we are just looking to feel alive, you know? And yes. what makes you feel to more alive? Four. To be four. To be four. To be four. Wow, I am a toddler. So dumb. I need to eat food. I'm fading away. <laughs> to be fair, the Matterhorn is, I mean, I, again, another one like you have to have it there. It's so yeah. iconic. Yeah. Love, mountain. hate. But I, I don't like the ride very much. It, mm. The ride experience for me is awful. It hurts. It, it hurts. It it's sucks. really quick, too. It's really quick. I'm just like, well, never. Yeah. But iconic-wise and having it in the park, it's got to be there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we have, we've got one vote for Small World. My please, dear God, never get rid of it. But wow, that's an awful ride. Yep. Mm-hmm. Attraction, sorry. And Nemo subs. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And Roger Rabbit. Goodbye. Get it out. Thanks, Elmo. gratuitous Disney memes. That was a good question. So, we want to recommend some media to you quick. This has been a long episode and a little yeah. sad. Yeah. Um, quite sad. But we have some uh, funny stuff or exciting, happy things to share. Um, mine is the Bananas podcast again. Mm-hmm. And it is self-serving for me to recommend this. I adore this podcast. I listen every week. I am chomping at the bit for them to come out with a new episode. Nice. And I sent them a funny bananas news story. Like, I don't know, two months ago, maybe. Yeah. And I sent it from my Instagram. Only I didn't realize that I sent it from the Disney dependent Instagram. <laughs> because I totally forgot. I sent it and didn't ever think that they were going to play it i mean there's no way like of all the people that are sending in bananas news stories like mine's going to get played sure not only did they play it but they said it was from disney dependent and then they were like what the heck is disney dependent they made fun of us for a second are you dependent to disney (laughs) it was awesome 
Yeah. I was or driving. You, they're like, are you related to Disney? Yeah. Disney's dependent. Are you a dependent of someone at yes. Disney? Like tax related? <laughs> no. Nope. We'll, we'll play that clip because I, I, I snipped that little clip of them talking about us. So I was driving and I started screaming and I pulled my car over <laughs> and immediately texted James and Ash. And I was like, listen to the latest oh. episode. <laughs> so I don't know which episode it was because it was a few weeks ago, but um, it's so funny. It was yeah. the one where it was a robot wolf mm-hmm. in Japan to right. ward off. That's what was it was. Hogs or feral yeah, hogs, feral hogs, or, hogs or something yeah. that were eating chestnuts. Great. Um, and this robot wolf had laser eyes, and it's hysterical. <laughs> anyway. First off, okay. thank you very much to Disney Dependent for sending this in. Mm. Uh, I don't know what that name means. I don't know if they're dependent upon Disney or if they're parent is disney and they are a dependent of disney i'm not sure but uh thank you so much for sending it in uh this was the title from the sun uh solar-powered robot wolf set to help japanese farmers scare away wild boars but surprise surprise the sun doesn't have as good an article as bbc bbc is (laughs) but the but the title isn't as great it's kind of great super monster wolf a success in japan farming (laughs) trials Uh, wow Yes, so here it is. A robot wolf designed... Okay, so this is from the BBC. This is written by... It's called By News From Elsewhere. Oh, love by him. BBC Monitoring. Okay. Uh, sounds like a robot put it together. A robot wolf a robot designed wolf. to protect farms has proved to be a, such a success in trials that is going into mass production next month. The quote, super monster wolf is mm-hmm. a 65 <laughs> centimeter long, 50 centimeter tall robot animal covered with realistic looking fur featuring huge white fangs and flashing red eyes, Asahi Fun. Television reports. What's yours, James? Uh, mine is nothing really specific. It's a general recommendation to go on disney plus and just dig into the the disney shorts like yeah. the old school like donald duck one we've been watching oh, a lot of oh, donald okay. duck ones the old ones old ones yeah, yeah. 50s 40s 30s 30s even mm-hmm. um what is it did uh donald's day out or what is it? you get on a Dip date drippy with... donald no not that one <laughs> no <laughs> no yeah he's trying he to... Tries to court um daisy daisy duck and, and then his Huey, old nephews, Dewey and Louie, tag along and just give him trouble as usual. Yeah, and he's just flipping out the whole thing, losing just... his gosh so darned cute. mind. His little butt, and it's just the best. <laughs> so this is like a combo. Check out Donald Duck. Anything mm-hmm. slash? <laughs> I recommend those old Donald Duck. You might not have heard of him. We were watching some old Pluto ones too, like Nikki and Pluto. Yeah. They're great, man, and they're all like five, six minutes long. With a really hilarious narration, too. Mm-hmm. Like, and Donald is trying to ski. And, you know, like, it's just mm-hmm. so catchy and yeah. campy. It's great. Check them out. Well, that has been another episode of Disney Dependent. And we have to get on the road now because we're going to go to a corn maze. That's right. Uh, we're going to go pick up my husband, Josh, and go wander Kick around it. and get lost in the dark in a corn maze. So yeah, um, we'll take some footage if we and don't. Stuff. Pictures. If you don't hear from us again, it's because we met our demise yeah. in a cornfield. But yeah. Serial killer. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. And uh, thanks for listening. See, see you, you real, real soon. soon. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Disney Dependent. And you can send us an email at Disney Dependent at gmail.com. This podcast is produced by Producer Ash 
The logo is by Ryan Hatch, and you can find him at WRHatch on Instagram. The music is by Ryan Knowles, and you can find him at Ryan Allen Knowles on Instagram. This show is mixed and edited by Deanna Chapman. You can find Deanna at Deanna underscore Chapman. And this has been a Team Dynamite Goat production. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the show, and we'll be back here next week.